What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Zarmesian Step Into My Office, episode 49. I know, it's been a minute. I got a very, very special guest with me. Like, he's a legend in the game. No lie. He is a legend in the game. I would like to introduce y'all to the man, the myth, the legend, um, my homie for a long time, Raheem. What's up with it? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Well, hello. <laughs> We're here now. We here. You finally got me here. I finally got you here. I wanted you on for a long time, and I was like, I have to. He has to do the podcast. There's no one like him at all. No one. So what's been going on in your world, bro? What's man. been up? Man, I'm just trying to stay black out here. Yo, listen. Don't get me started on that. Because <laughs> we don't. We don't. Yeah, we right. don't want to do it. But, uh, nah, man. I appreciate the intro. Uh, Reach Over Culture Podcast. Um, you know, more episodes, more content coming out. We've been doing lives. Just, just trying to stay alive during the pandemic, man. Trying to stay creative. So... That's pretty much it, man. I'm just trying to make it like everybody else. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. How you bro. doing, man? You doing alright? Um, to tell you the truth, I'm doing okay. I'm doing huh? mentals. It's okay. Not gonna lie, this is a transparent. I'm transparent on here, so you know it's it is what week. it is. It's been, it's been a rough week. Listen, listen, the whole the whole year being black is just rough anyway we don't have to get into that sure. but, but yeah man so 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 what what topics what's going on in your world what would you like to tackle sir i mean i'm you know i'm i'm a guesser I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm here to go over whatever you want to go over man you know for the first time in a long time i haven't had to write anything down <laughs> I feel you. I haven't had to like come up with any type of scripts or anything. Topics, uh, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, you my second uh, <laughs> collab per se in the last week. And so, That's what's up. Um, we can talk about whatever you, wherever you want to go, we can go with the NBA bubble. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, recent signs of police brutality. Whatever, okay, I got whatever, you. Whatever you. That's what's up. Okay, let me take it back a little bit. Um. I know it's late a little bit. How do you feel about the Megan and Tory thing? Just your perspective. Just yours. Uh, so, I, um, wow, I wasn't prepared to answer that. Um, Freestyle, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) Yo, I don't approve of what, of what Tory did. Um, I don't think she's wrong for coming out and saying that. Saying the truth, right? Because they were trying to spread like five different stories about her putting her hands on them, mm-hmm. and this that, and the third. Whichever story, whether it was her um, being drunk, acting aggressive towards him, um, even if she did put his hand, put her hands on him, or whatever the case was, it was it wasn't any stories I heard that called for him pulling a gun out right on uh and shooting her in the foot yeah um it's a very interesting place to shoot somebody but you know for her to come out and actually tell her side of the story Mm -hmm. it gives it more clarity but um it just it's just a sad situation it is because it feeds into this 
perpetual narrative that I've been hearing all year, which is black women aren't protected. Right. And um, that's just a, another pure, pure sign of it. Right. Um, if you know people, you know dudes. I mean, you know dudes that's 5'2", 120. Mm-hmm. They got a little man complex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They got attitude problems. Mm-hmm. And so I can't... I'm not, I'm not going to put any... I'm not going to give him a scapegoat in any right. form of fashion. Right. I will say this. This mm-hmm. is a prime example of why you want to know who you're dealing with when you're dealing with him. Um, I, I'm, I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> I was surprised he even got her. Like, I was sitting there like, nah, it wasn't. Uh, when it first, first popped off, I was mm-hmm. like, that's such an odd. And then it comes out. You know, they've been fooling around. I'm so stuck on the fact that he was able to pull that. I was like, yo, I'm missing the fact that she got shot. It's like, yo, she got, wait, he, he was able to pull that? Like, you know, like, she she three times the size, you know? Like, she carried 120 and one thigh. So I'm mm-hmm. like, if it could happen for him, it could happen for It me. can happen for anybody. That's a fact. I, guys, anybody. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want y'all to take away the... <laughs> The baseline of this, I mean, yeah, we shouldn't be putting our hands on women, and of no, we shouldn't not. be pulling pulling our weapons on any woman no. that's defenseless. Absolutely, but fellas, look at the baseline of this. <laughs> if it could happen for Tori, it can happen. It can happen for you. But I don't approve. I don't approve of it, man. I, I think he should be deported back to Canada, and facts. Whatever consequences come with his actions, facts come with it, man. What about you? I look at it like this. I'm taking it from another angle. Right. All the men that had messed with the Kardashian crew, that's all I'm going to say. I've been saying that for years and nobody wants to believe me. Well, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Huh? What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? What do you mean? So what, you think he was really trying to like slide with, with Kyle? No, 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 no. I said just anybody that's involved with the Kardashian crew seems to like go crazy. Something dramatic happens in their life. I'm not blaming nobody, but it just said I'm looking at it from that angle. That's all I'm saying. Bruce messed with, uh, what's his name? See how he turned out. Lamar, thank God he changed his life around. Messed with, uh, what's his name? How that turned out, almost lost his life. Um, listen, these are all facts. Once Kanye started messing with, he wants to go all crazy. Everybody's responsible for their own decisions they make. But after that... Yeah. <laughs> After that, just saying, just saying, what's his name? Tristan messed with them and all this stuff. They, <sighs> they do something to God. Listen, let me not start stuff. So, but so, I'm just saying, but, but what, that's it. So what? Because, so, again, like, oh. toward, I mean, so what you saying? Because it was at Kylie House or whatever that it just seems like. Th- they're just dominating factors in things. You know what I'm saying? I'm everything, not s- everything ties back to Everything ties back to that. <laughs> Before the drama happens, whose house was they over? Whose house were they chilling at? They just, okay, then. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not blaming nobody. I'm just saying. There you go. But you're responsible. Tori shouldn't have said, Megan, you shouldn't put your hands on women that doesn't negate the fact you're responsible for decisions you make like he's out of here i'm just saying 
that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's I, my perspective. That, that, that was that was that was some um, that was Maybe. that was some cow that was some cow stuff. Like right. if, if the story is exactly how she explained it, and I got to be careful with that because. It's you like, well, you, when right. you, don't, you don't believe me. And it's like, I'm just saying that that's how she said it. Right. Because uh, there's two sides to every story. It's her side, it's his side, and it's the truth. Right. Um, and so I'm not saying that she's not telling the truth. Uh, I'm more inclined to believe her because she's the only one that's come out with some type of truth in her story. Makes sense. Except the fact that she said she was walking away when somebody shot her in the foot. I... Like, that's the only thing that's... And then she said she was in the front seat, so that means his security guard was driving, and your homegirl and him was in the back seat, and y'all were all arguing. We don't know what the argument about. Right. We don't know... We still don't know a lot of details about the situation. All we know is that uh, it was confirmed that she was shot in the foot. Facts. And that um, he is presumed to be the trigger man, and if that is the case, then... I, I can't. I, I gotta approach it the same way I would approach it if it was my sister, if it was my auntie. It'd be a no fly zone. So, right. You know, uh, pr- prayers for Tori. Yeah. That, that don't catch up to him in the worst way. <laughs> in the worst way. Anyway, so speaking of the bubble, what do you think about? What do you think about what the NBA is doing? The whole bubble. Like the bubble concept. Yeah, the bubble concept. Yes. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't excited about it mm-hmm. at first. Cause I just didn't know how it would look. Like you talking about the NBA with no crowd, right? We're talking about. I mean, gee, you've been watching basketball for a long time, right. so like, this is like basketball. Like, <laughs> right? You ever been to a basketball game with yes. no crowd? I have. It's called practice. <laughs> practice, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. You hear me? It's it's called a scrimmage. <laughs> That's it. You know right. What I mean? Like, and I've I've had a lot of scrimmages where there was more people than what's in that NBA bubble. Mm-hmm. You know? So. I wasn't. It's that's the like the playoffs. It's the electricity in the building. It's 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 Cleveland walking into Golden State mm-hmm. down three two. It's uh, L A. and Philly game one, mm-hmm. you know, two thousand one AI mm-hmm. going in there pulling up, you know, down to fifty. Like, mm-hmm. It's that electricity. It's seeing the stars. It's seeing the right. Jack Nicholson, Adam Sandler, all these different people courtside, you know, while um, while they're playing, and so. To get this, um, I got to give them credit. They gave, they're given the best representation that they can possibly give. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just still doesn't really feel like real basketball to me. I feel it you. really feels like <laughs> like one commentator made a, a comment because it was like a stream, like a, uh, it was like a minute play, a minute of play mm-hmm. where they were missing layups, like wide open. That, right he was like, "Man, it's looking like LA Fitness out here." <laughs> right, like, yeah, right. And I and I hope that LA Fitness. That's exactly how it looked. It was missing layups the whole nine. It looks like an all-out scrimmage, and then you got guys that's never hit thirty in the NBA game hitting fifty. Like, yo, that's kind of crazy, right? right? So. Overall, basketball is basketball, and I'm not gonna complain. Right. Um, it just still doesn't really feel like real basketball. Even the playoffs don't really feel like real playoff basketball. Right. But um, I, I I like it, man. I like the set. And I think they did the best that they could, and uh, you know I take that over over nothing. I feel you. I, I don't you. I don't know how much respect the champions this year are gonna get because. There's no crowd, and because teams like Orlando 
right. shooting fifty percent from three point line. <laughs> right. They right. barely made it into the playoffs. Right, barely. Now Sasha Woods is just hitting back to back to back three. <laughs> Everybody right. looks like Golden State out there. Right. So it's really anybody's game. Right. So I don't really know how much respect that the champs will get this year, but it's better than right. nothing. I think it's harder due to the circumstances. Because there's no travel, there's no you don't have to travel. You, think you that don't. Makes it, they think that makes it more difficult. Because you're not like what? It, yeah, because of the circumstances, everybody's cooped up. You're not at home. Everybody's staying in one place. The cir- you can't go out. You can't go nowhere. Let me ask you I, okay. What, what is? What is it? You just named a bunch of stuff they couldn't do. Okay. Yes. You I just did. told me that was pretty much zero distractions. So what makes it more difficult? Because mind you. Hmm. If they're playing in the playoffs, right? If right. They, if they're doing the traditional way. Mm-hmm. And say, for instance, um, you got the 2 2 one, 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 one format. Mm-hmm. Two in Cleveland, two in Golden State. Got to mm-hmm. go back to Golden State. Got to go back to Cleveland. That's a lot of travel. Right. That's a lot of travel. You're flying in and out of cities. You're flying into cities that people don't like you. You're having to be uh, conscious of the hotels you're eating at, food, right. restaurants, this, that, and the third. Right. People go hard for their teams. <laughs> right. right? Groupies, the whole nine. Right, yeah. In the real. bubble, you got nobody but you and your dogs. <laughs> right. Which is why you got some dudes hitting 50 in the bubble. They've got no, they got no other thing. They got groupies to worry about. <laughs> they ain't got to worry about nobody poisoning their food. They got to worry about what they wearing, what they dress. Nobody cares. Just mm-hmm. play basketball. So this is the things that I'm saying. Like, it's less distraction, so it's it's less difficult because there's little to no there's little to no distractions. If you say it's more difficult because everybody playing on a hunt, and then you're not playing in front of twenty thousand people. No, you're not playing in front of fifty people on a on a virtual screen that look like uh, the Wii characters. That's that's not that's not pressure. Right. You're not okay. you're not gonna feel pressure from that. Right. Walk into an arena of twenty thousand people that don't want to see you win. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's different. That's a different type. When you in warm-ups and people are literally heckling you from the time <laughs> that you come out, and you, it's like, bro, why are you even at the arena this early <laughs> right. to be heckling me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they heckle you for missing free throws in, 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 in pregame. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they heckle you for the way that you stretch. Mm-hmm. That's a different type of energy than just sitting in the bubble. Just, like, if you play AAU before, then you know, like, this is easy. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is easy. Right. This, this is like playing AAU. It's like this is easy. We wake up in the hotel. We eat. We go. We play. Sit out. Play. Sit out. Play. And that's literally the day. That's the day of basketball. It's literally nothing else. No other distractions. But if you play in the high school, mm-hmm. and you playing your rivals, mm-hmm. right? And you walk in, mm-hmm. and you just get off the bus, mm-hmm. and kids are trying you. Right. That's a different type of pressure. You understand? Right. Like, so that's why I say it's, it's easier because it's, it's little to no distractions. So, like, what do you get? I think you got to focus in more. And the reason why I say that, because home crowds and crowds, people that are for you can make a difference. If right. you're down, you know what I'm saying? They can be like, cheer you up, you know, give you that. You have none of that. Right. So I think you got to focus in even more. That's why I said it's more difficult. You don't have the crowd to cheer you on when you're down by 20. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Or leading in a comeback. You, it's just you. Yeah. That's a, that's a, 
That's a good so, point. That's a good point. That's why I said it's more difficult. I like, I like, I like. I mean, I can't complain. Basketball is basketball. Like, right. I feel the same way about basketball that I do boxing. It's like <laughs> you're giving me fights. I mean, what right. more can I ask for? It's right. a little weird without the crowd. You know, dudes are getting knocked out, and you're used to hearing that roar behind the knockout. Right. You're not getting that anymore. Right. Dude got knocked out in his sleep. In the, right. Like dude just got slept the other night. It was sleep. Right. Now in a normal box setting. Right. Crowd would have went stupid. This stupid dog. Because bro right. really got slept. <laughs> Done. Weird. Like you really got slept with the bing <laughs> out, and he had he was winning the fight. That's the bad part. Dang. They got hit with the one hitter, one hitter quitter. <laughs> Dang. Weird. So, you know, so like, but watching it, it was like, I couldn't even really receive the knockout the way I usually would. Right. Like, it didn't give me that wild <laughs> Tyson Fury. Cause it wasn't a whoa, like I, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, like I saw the knockout, I was like, ooh, what? and I realized like I'm the only one, like one here watching this. <laughs> like, there's no reaction coming from the screen. Right, right. So I mean, I take it. I take, I take I whatever you. they can give me. I feel. You. So speaking of, what do you think about speaking of that yeah. the boycotts and stuff that happened in the last 48 hours in all sports, really? <sighs> Due to you know, police brutality. Uh, I commend them. I commend them. Me too. Um, I've always been a little skeptic about sports teams, private, because NBA, Major League Soccer, me, uh, National Hockey League. These are privately owned. Privately owned, right? So. I feel like their reach can only go so far. Hmm. So I've always been a little suspect about the idea of them boycotting about something outside of their own self-interest. Like, usually when you hear about the NBA, the NFL boycotting, it's usually having to do with their own CBA, trying Mm -hmm. to get more money for their players and stuff like that. So now we have a situation... um, Because I was extremely proud of the Bucks because that happened in in their backyard. Right. Um... In Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and so they were the first ones to set out, and I'm even more proud of the other teams that chose to follow suit. Mm-hmm. And so now you got two game, two days straight without games. Um, I'm with it, and honestly, the only thing that would really disappoint me about this is nothing coming out of it. I feel you, like. Honestly, I don't think they should resume the rest of the season. Me, me too. Like, you got to really make a statement. Right, me too. Um, them resuming play, it doesn't put any pressures on the owners to reevaluate who they're actually partnering with. Mm-hmm. Um, who they're aligning themselves with as far as the interests of... Uh, as far as in the interests of, black, of the black community. Right. Like... Because I, I saw some posts where people was like, you know, them boycotting doesn't make a difference. It makes all the difference. If hmm. you affect... It, just like with Cap boycotting the NFL, mm-hmm. it caused a stir because it was affecting the NFL's bottom line. Right. People stopped watching the NFL. People of other teams stopped watching the NFL because of one dude that played for a team that had nothing to do with them. Ratings were down. People were giving back their Sunday ticket. Right, yeah. The NFL was losing a lot of money for, like, for two, three years. Yeah, right. Yeah. Putting a lot of pressure on them to 
up their awareness where they're now giving away millions of dollars mm-hmm. in efforts to battle against social injustice. Mm-hmm. The NBA hasn't really done anything like that. And so I think they should cancel the rest of the season simply because it affects the owner's pockets. Mm-hmm. But the NBA is the only league in the world where the players control the league. That's true. If LeBron decides tomorrow, I do not want to play basketball anymore. Oh. The NBA is going to take a hit. Oh, if yeah. Luka Doncic decides tomorrow, I don't want to play basketball anymore. The NBA is going to take a hit. Mm-hmm. Kawhi, AD, Giannis. All them. The right. NBA is going to take a hit. Yeah. They're going to take a dive. So in the best, they, they have control. They have power in this situation. So if they say, we're not playing basketball anymore until our owners and people in our front offices realign their partnerships. Mm-hmm in the interest of the players that really run their league, mm-hmm. if you're partnering with different corporations that have little to no interest in helping the black community, then we got to reevaluate that. Right. Whether that's adding more companies that right. uh, add value to the black community or taking away companies that have zero to no value to the black community. Like, y'all have that leverage. Y'all right. can do it, but if y'all go back to playing games tomorrow, right. a lot of that leverage goes out the window. Now, it's going to be tough because the NBA, as well as the TV networks lost a lot of money in these last two days. That it. So it's going to cause some sacrifice, and it's going to be some pushing, pushing tug because the TV networks will now have a little bit more leverage over the owners. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, we're not giving y'all as much money because y'all players aren't playing. Right. So now the owners are going to go ahead and put pressure on the players. Like, well, if they can't pay us, we can't pay y'all. Mm-hmm. These two hundred and twenty-five million dollar contracts are going out the window. <laughs> Rindo, right? Y'all are only able to get these ridiculous contracts that y'all getting because, because we getting money from them. Yeah, TV, right? Ticket sales are out, right? So the only thing we making money on is TV. It is TV, right? And now and y'all want to cut home. that out too, right? So I know the owners they're gonna play the long game. Like, yo, if we suffer, y'all suffer, right? But it's really going to take them to make a collective stand. If the owners appreciate the players that much, they'll go out and make the efforts to realign themselves to, to satisfy the players. Right. So, I mean, I'm proud of what they did because at least it shows that if, if it's, it's something. If not for one game, right. if, if not for five, one game. Right. But... Um, I just I want to see them get the most maximum effect that they can get right. out of the situation. Yeah. Um That's that's how I feel about the boycotts. I'm I'm with it. I feel you. Whether they just, I also understand these dudes got families. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that's what made Ali different. Mm-hmm. You know? Ali was willing to struggle and be broke. Mm-hmm. Rather than compromise what he felt, right, and how he felt, right, he didn't take a fight for three, couldn't get a fight for three years, right, yeah, but wasn't going into the army though, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes Ali one of my favorite athletes, but a different athlete from a different time, right, yeah. Ali went from living in nice homes to living in a a, a broke down apartment in Harlem for the simple fact that he just he couldn't afford. Nation mm-hmm. Islam had turned their back on him. Mm-hmm. And he was willing to go through all that. He even said in the interview, like, I'm willing to pick up a paper route mm-hmm. as long as I can come back to the neighborhood that I'm, right. that I'm originated from. Right. But I'm not joining the army. Right. Turning my back on the people that supported me the most. Most, right. We we as millennials, we don't really have that. Uh, yeah. We got to get the bag. Yeah, I feel So when I, got the, when I saw the report today that the Lakers and the Clippers was like, oh, we don't plan on coming back. 
But then an hour later, oh yeah, players plan to resume games. Yeah. They said, I mean, that was cool for yesterday, but, but I, I need that bag. They already lost a lot of money for the simple fact of, of the COVID and everything. Right, like that. Yeah. Like, I can't lose any more money. Yeah. You know? Well, they got outnumbered. I think Kawhi and LeBron, because they said they were too many, like, let's not do it. But what do you say to those people that don't have millions of dollars like that? That's what I mean. For the players, that's what I'm saying. That's where the line's drawn. You can, you can say you can sit out for two seasons if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Y'all two can and like the top five, but what about the rest that have kids and have family? You got to make money some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. They like they're not the same breed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Muhammad Ali was a different type of guy. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said, I might not have all the money that I once had, but you know, shout out to Allah. Allah will take care of me and my family. My God, yeah, and stuff like you that. You know what I mean? But I can't. I'm not going to let the system bring me to my knees. Right, right. I and feel make you. me get off of my square. I feel you. I'm not knocking any millennials that says, uh, I'm not Ali. Because a lot of us ain't. <laughs> right, 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 right. But that's what makes... But that's change. Right. That's right. change. That's change, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to take something unconventional to get to across the message you're trying to get across. Right, right. Now, whether they play or they... St- I'm with whatever they want to do. Yeah, they're playing Saturday. They're playing. Yeah. So I'm not mad at them. They're resuming. Just as long as they understand, in order to affect real change, Mm -hmm. especially with a platform like the NBA, you're going to have to take a a real, 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 real stand. Right, yeah. Like, change doesn't come without sacrifice. Right, no, that's real. So... I get it, but let's not waste time and even boycott two games if we're not going to go till we actually see some change. Right, yeah. That's easier said than done. I'm not in this spot. Right. So I, I don't, that's why I can't judge them. Right. I, it's just, this is a perfect example of you only willing to go but so far. Right. I think a major change happened. Well, a major change happened because in baseball, you know, that's majority like white to baseball and and hockey. And hockey. Like hockey was a little late. I think they did it after everybody else did it, but like tonight there was two people that they were going for a game. I saw this before I came and they did like a 42 second because Jockey Robinson's birthday is tomorrow or yeah. yeah. And they were about to play, and after the 42 seconds of silence, they, like, left the field. That's where you hit it. And tennis, I play tennis. Tennis is, yeah, tennis is white, white. There's only, like, three, and I can say that, y'all. And there's really, when I play tennis, I'm the only black there. there. So I'm not saying nothing. I've been playing tennis since I was 12. Right. And tennis is white, white. I'll beat you in tennis. Though. No, you won't. Anyway, <laughs> shout out. Shout out to them. Shout out to them because at tennis, like we have Billie Jean King, like there's been no major like sitting out of tennis. And Venus and Serena has been there for a long time. But shout out to Naomi be like, yo, like I'm not playing. And she said, this is a white sport. And she was like, there's only like four of us in here. And that's Serena, Venus, and her. And maybe like three black male players she was like no take it to stand she was like i'm not playing y'all that's yeah 
shout out to y'all, I'm not playing. And to have that cachet at a young age because she's a merger superstar. She sacrificed a lot. But to say, you know what? I'm good enough. I'll be fine. For me to sit out a couple of matches, I'm good. You know what's crazy? What's up? She's half Japanese. Right. But her dad's she, black. She, uh, she's half Japanese, yeah. half Asian. Right. Asian. She could like look past this and be like, this don't really affect me. Right. Because she's not technically African American. You get what I'm saying? But she considers herself black. Her dad's no, black. She no, said as a black that, woman. That's, that's how powerful it is. Cause yeah. Black, like, and I was talking to somebody about this. Mm-hmm. Black is, is a cultural term. It's a cultural reference. Mm-hmm. We only say black because we don't know where half of us really come from. Mm-hmm. But you go over to Africa, they don't use the term black. Mm-hmm. They don't even identify with the word black necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm Kenyan. I'm Nigerian. Right. I'm Somalian. Right. If you dis- if you mix me up with a different tribe, that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But black, yeah, we are black. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> right. So then they come over here and they don't really get the uh, what's this we black thing. Right. Obviously. Right. Where are you from though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and and it's the same way it, with, whether it be Haiti uh-huh. or any any place in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I'm Dominican. I'm I'm from Saint Croix. I'm mm-hmm. Jamaican. I'm this. I'm that. They don't. They don't black. Mm-hmm. Like that's not. So the fact that she was able to even get outside of that cultural, and just say, Nah, listen, I'm here. I'm in America. And while I'm in America, at least for this time in this culture here. In Haiti, I don't got to worry about saying I'm black. Mm-hmm. I'm Haitian. Right. In Japan, I got to worry. I'm, right. I'm Japanese. Right. But here in America, because a lot of a lot of a lot of people from Africa, from Haiti, they don't identify the same. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she was willing to come up off a pedestal and say, "Nah, I'm I'm with my people." That's amazing. She, like, and then to be that young and do that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she's not just. Uh, she's not just reaping the benefits off of black culture here in right. America. Right. I mean, because she's dating the YBN Corday kid and everything. Oh, that's nice. She didn't know that. Right. What's up? You, you part of the culture now. <laughs> so she said, you know, I'm part right. of the culture. I'm staying with the culture. Right. right. At this tennis match. <laughs> right. Right. What's up? Yeah, I feel you. Heard? No, I feel so you. So shout out to, so shout out to yeah, me. Shout, shout out to her, man. Yeah. Shout out to and, her. And, and the thing... Yeah. NHL, Major League, they don't have a vested interest because most of their players aren't white. I don't expect them to do much. I expect them to do little to nothing when it comes to the NHL and the Major Leagues because that's not hitting their pockets. Right, not the NFL. But the ma- but baseball. Not even them. I don't expect them to take it as serious. Really? Because it's, it's, ten, it's 10 black people in baseball. Really, there's only like 10 black people. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's not hitting their core... How many black people you see at a baseball game? Not, I mean, not a lot. Exactly. Not a lot. Exactly. But shout out to the major players. Like, shout out to Chris Shaw. Chris, uh, what's his name? From the Dodgers. Oh, Chris Shaw. Yeah. Oh, Kershaw. Yeah, yeah, Kershaw. 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 To stay with them. Yeah, Kershaw. Kershaw, yeah. To stay with his couple, player you, with you Mookie couple, and stuff. You got, like, a couple of, you got a couple of nice major league black men. But it's not like back in the G. It's not right. like you got... A Barry Bonds. <laughs> right, right. Or a Ken Griffey. <laughs> right. Or Sammy Sosa. Yeah. We not running the sport like that, Deion. We not running the sport like that. You got Andrew McClutchin. Right. Um, 
you know, Aaron Judge. Yeah. You got a couple. You got a couple, but, but they're not, but they, they not like the face right. of the major leagues. Right. You heard? So, I don't expect them to make a lot of change. Right. Because it's not affecting their pockets. But the NBA is... is 80%. Damn, they're black-owned. Yeah. And as far as the players are concerned. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important that we get KG in that in that Timberwolves seat. We need more black majority majority owners. Mm-hmm. If we had more black majority owners in the first place, we wouldn't be having a lot of these issues. A lot of these issues would be raised socially raised already. Right. I, I just think, and somebody said, "Why do I think that way?" And I'm a person of faith in God and stuff. I just think, no matter what happened, I wanna. I'm just gonna give you my real thought. I wanna have faith, and I do. But I just think no matter what happens, like, even if we have the majority black owners, even if we have black owned stuff with shout out to them, I think racism will always be around. I don't think it ever ends. I don't think that's going to I would like to hope and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I like to see it stop, but I don't think killing because that wasn't the way it was. Design. Pro design. I don't think protesting really does nothing anymore. Like I think disruption. Yes, yeah, starts a conversation. I'm all about disruption. Right. But protesting, bro, that don't do anything anymore. They tried it peacefully. So I understand people want to tear stuff up. Yeah. I won't do it, even though I want to sometimes. But you know what I'm saying? Like I just think that it's just inevitable until Jesus comes back and. I'm positive, but like I just oh, don't, don't think. Tell, don't tell me you you taking the uh, the Deuteronomy Israelite. What you mean? Um, well, you know you got some people that say you know we're the chosen people and we're going to continue to be enslaved. And be no, 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 nothing like not, of, it, not that oppression far. until we until we follow the Ten Commandments as a people and turn our ways to God. He's always gonna allow us to be in bondage. No, not people. that. That no, nah, okay. no. Because no, I'm not going that far. Because I know Jesus has set me free. But I just think you won't end. I think you won't end racism. We can have a push. It could be less and less. But there, some people are just evil, and they won't change their ways. You know what I'm saying? You won't end racism because racism is a human issue. Yeah, it's, that's it's, not... It's a, it's a hard issue. But yes. The, but the goal, if that's the case, we should end racism. We should end, like, the goal, anything having to do with evil and people. Mm-hmm. Because it's been around for so long, to have faith in evil ending in any form or fashion is, is a big task. Because if it's not racism... Then it's child molestation. Child molestation. If it's not child molestation, then it's drug abuse. It's it's always something, be something. Something right. So right. this is why. But we can. It's about leveling the playing field. Right. It's not about eradicating evil. Only God can do that. Right. Yeah. With this, what we what we're fighting for is the same thing that. Malcolm Martin, um, you know, Jesse, all these different people, the people that came before us is fighting for, which is just an equal playing field. Mm -hmm. So that's why we should continue to protest, make our voices heard. That's why we want majority. We want more black owners in the NFL Mm -hmm. than the NBA. Mm -hmm. 
no, it doesn't solve the the, the no, it doesn't solve racism, mm-hmm. but it evens the playing field. While our voice is constantly being heard at these tables that we're not allowed at, right? That's what it's about. Like, black people can be racist. Hate to say it, that's what I believe. Hmm. I believe black people can be racist. That's now, not now, 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 people say, well, black people can't be racist because we're not empowered in a system to be racist. And that's what I believe. That's what black you believe, people. right? But if you don't like somebody because they're white, what do you call it? I call it prejudice. Prejudice and racism is... You think that's the same thing? They're definitely the same okay. thing. Okay. Like, dictionary-wise, they're the same thing. They're the same thing. You're still discriminating against somebody based on their race or their ethnicity. Okay. But I think prejudice can be so much more than just skin color to me. Yeah. I mean, racism is... They got people, they got tribes in Africa that kill other tribes because that's just, it's it's a tribal thing. Right. Right? So, if you're talking about prejudice, this, this is how I see prejudice. Prejudice, is, is, it spans a lot more than racism. Racism is strictly race-based. Right. Right? Right. But racism is still, in its a form, a mindset or an act. To me, for me to have a certain... Mindset towards you because of the color of your skin is racism in its purest form. Right. So, I get people say, "Well, it's not a system." Well, it didn't start out as a system. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it didn't start out as a system. It's a simple act. It's right. not a system. Right. So, I get how people say that black people can't be racist because we're not empowered to be racist. Fine. I don't necessarily agree with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now if you say we're not in the power to systematically oppress anybody, then yeah, no, we don't have that power. Mm-hmm. We don't have the power, like, because we weren't born with that privilege or we, <laughs> we didn't we didn't come over here with that leg up. Right. But, you know, to say that black people can't be racist, I, I don't subscribe to that. But whatever, the, like, getting back to the original case, we get an opportunity to, again, just level the playing field while our voice is constantly, constantly heard and... Um, we need more black owners in these in, in the NFL, so that way stuff like this doesn't it doesn't become much much more of a conversation. The fact that owners are having to rally up and figure out what's next is that in the third. If we have a lot more majority black owners in the NBA and the NFL, these conversations and these negotiations don't take too long. Mm-hmm. This is what we need to do. Right. And on top of that, they already have alliances, whereas. We're never having a question if the NBA stands behind justice amongst all people mm-hmm. because a message is always constantly being brought out. Right. Like a message, whether it's Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter on the court mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, constant community service in certain communities. Right. Like we take away the notion that we take away the question whether the NBA, the NFL cares at all. Because if you put black people in those spots, they'll constantly make a conscious effort to bring awareness to these different things. Dang, right. That's so right. that way, when you see a protest, you're not so shocked. Right. You get more owners that stand behind their players like, yo, no, no, we're with it. Right. As a matter of fact, I orchestrate. Right. It's, it's not much more of a question. Forget the TV money. Mm-hmm. We taking right. a stand. Right. TNT, uh, Turner Network, 
whoever, Disney, we need y'all to realign y'all partnerships. Mm-hmm. Help us help our guys. Right. That's less of a question, more action, if you get more black owners in the NBA and the NFL. Right. These types of things go over a lot more smoothly. I feel you. The players feel protected because they feel like they got somebody that has their best interests at heart. The owner's are able to go to bat to right. the networks. Everybody's able to... Because you want right. to keep the players happy more than anybody. Right, yeah. The players aren't happy. A lot of these players don't even feel like their owners care about what's going on. Right. You get majority... You get a lot more black owners in there. You fix that. I wouldn't be surprised, but then... I don't know if it's going to happen, but this is 2020. Anything can happen. I wouldn't be surprised if in a few years, if LeBron and them still playing or the ones that come up start their own league, bro. Uh, How do you feel about that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying personally, it could happen. Like you had the Negro League, and that was real successful back in the day, mind you. It was before we were born, uh, but uh, nah. you know what I'm saying. No, nah, okay. Nah, I'm nah, just nah. saying. I don't. The Negro League. I mean, the Negro League quickly became the NBA. <laughs> You're like this. So, no, we did. I mean, because Kyrie said something about that. Like, we need to start our own. Right. Yeah, he did say something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Basketball has become such a global phenomenon. I feel like at this point, it does more of a disservice than a service. To start your own thing? To start your own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because then you exclude other people of color that can play with the best. Luka, Luka Doncic is a bad man. Yes, it's a he bad really boy. is it. He really is. In the Negro League, he's not welcome. Hmm. Right? I want to see ne- I want to see if Luca could compete against the best. I want to see him go in the best of the brothers. And he's proven it. But mm-hmm. you don't get to do that if this is a straight-up Negro League. That's true. Dirk Nowinski, Steve Nash, Tony mm-hmm. Kukoc, these different white, Larry Bird, they don't get to prove how great they are unless they can do it against the best of the best, which happen to be the brothers. Right. No, you know that's I mean? real. Yeah. So, and then the Negro League, what are we talking about? Are we talking about Negroes as in Negroes here from America? Are we talking, because Giannis is from Greece. Mm-hmm. Me, a Negro, but he's from Greece. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what are we talking about? Negroes here from the States? Mm-hmm. So, when we talking about Negroes here from the States, we, know, we don't get Giannis. No. We don't get Joel Embiid. No. You know what I mean? So... I don't, I don't believe in segregation. Basketball has become too much of a global phenomenon for me to feel like it should go backwards and segregate. Like, I, I just, I don't like the idea. But. I feel, so do you think, oh, well, in business too, so do you think, like, when they say owner are owning, you say you're talking about majority ownership, so do you think we need that in business too, just buy black all the time, you know what I'm saying, or do you think man, it's going to take a collective just to end all racism, we need allies too, I'm just asking, Racism, Racism's not going to end, that's my point, like, racism, it's, it's a hard thing, Yeah. so... We just fighting to, to racism in itself. We can fight for the next fifty years to bridge the way the the wealth gap in between blacks and whites, mm-hmm. where you see more blacks in the one percent. Mm-hmm. There's still gonna be white people that do not like that. Oh yeah, of course. That's right. This is just racist. <laughs> right. Racist. Of course. They don't eliminate racism. <laughs> right. 
We just trying to even the playing, playing field. field like equal. See, it's we just equal. trying to be equal. Right, right. And since you don't want to give it to us, we got to find other ways to make it happen. Right. We Here's the thing, G. Uh-huh. I'm pet like I just never been this person because I love studying black history. Uh-huh. I've never been this person. Uh-huh. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they didn't care about white people liking them. Right. They just wanted to be respected. Right, yeah. I think millennials have gotten to a space where we want like we want white people to like us. Guess, right. I've never been that. I don't care about white person. I just want the respect. <laughs> just and respect. The equal opportunity. <laughs> right. What are That's we fighting it. for? Right. Like I don't we 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 not here for white people to like us. Right. Or any other race of it. I'm not here for for you to like me. I'm not even here for other black people to like me. <laughs> I'm not here for any human being to necessarily like me. Right. I'm here for respect. Respect. Right. Respect. Just get the same opportunities. That's it. That's 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 all, it. That's same opportunities. Right. We same gotta, opportunities. We, we got we to because I, I see it on social network. Why don't y'all love black culture as much as y'all love? Uh, you know, I wish y'all loved us as much as y'all love our music. Right. And the third, I get that. Right. But you're talking about somebody loving you and liking you. <laughs> right. 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 Forget if they love you or like, like you, you. Do they respect you? Thank you. Respect. That's it. Like that's, that's all that's, I want that's, is respect. That's what. That's what we. That's what we fighting for. That's it. That's respect. We not. We not fighting for anybody to like us. So the. So the. The concept of racism will never go away. Right. I'm not trying to eradicate the concept of racism. I'm trying to make sure my kids have an even playing field. Oh, even playing field. That and is they just it. So ha- and, and you want to preach love. Right. You want to preach unity. Right. You want to have opportunities right. where kids are able to do that. I don't want my kids to look at every, wh- other, uh, every white kid as like a white devil. Right. Yeah. No, that's real. So I, I want them to have different opportunities to interact with different people of ethnicities, but... I'm never gonna teach my kid not just whites, blacks, whoever. Right. Yo, go in life. Yeah, it's respect. It's, it's respect. That's need, real. You don't need to have everybody like you. You not really everybody don't. Like you. Not everybody's gonna like you. Trust and believe. I know. Yeah. So that's why we need <laughs> seats at the table. Right. We need seats at the table. We we need more ownership. We right. Need, and and I mean, as far as black ownership. Hmm. Um. Black ownership, all right. I'm with black ownership. Right. Black ownership is essential because it needs to become more and more essential because right. that's that's how you build wealth. You build wealth from within. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because I have it's it's a, it's, a, it's a system of oppression. Right. They don't want to see blacks have their own. Right. You saw that with Black Wall Street. Right. Yeah. So yeah, obviously right. the only way that you can build is to build from within. Right. Black Wall Street, you look at the history of Black Wall Street, it was one business pouring into another business, business pouring into right. another business, right. pouring into another business. Mm-hmm. Right? Where they mm-hmm. all had their own. Right. Collaborate, uh, collaborative effort. Right. And so that's why we should support black business. Because the more black business there is, the more opportunity there is. Right. Like, if you get more black banks, you don't have to worry about going to a Jewish bank to get a loan. Right. That's real. Right. That's real. If you want to know how to run a bakery, who better to teach you than somebody that look like you? Right. That's real. Well, you run your own bakery. Right. Unless they just a hater, they don't want you to. They don't want competition. That's a fact. Right. That's so facts. right. That, that's that's the that's the equity in being black owned. Black owned. Right. Is it eliminates, um, 
it eliminates the need right from people that don't look like you right you know, and that don't have a vested interest in seeing you and your people win right that's why we shouldn't invest in black home you know like that's why we need it i feel you so we get that respect so we're able to come to the table like nah we make just as much money as y'all right we not we we not we here to play ball. We not here to we not here for a handout anymore. <laughs> right, like, right. We don't, we don't need the handouts. We, right. We here to we here to play ball. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So, right. I feel you. Well, that's real great conversation. It's going to continue, but bruh, I appreciate you for being on here, bro. Like I really do. This is my guy. Like, y'all don't even know. Appreciate you for being on here. Well, that was the episode. Zamisin step into my office 49. I like to thank the legend for coming through. Are you on episode 49? Yeah, 49. Yeah. You're smoking me. Yeah, <laughs> 49. I like to appreciate you for, for coming through. Appreciate it, man. And y'all know what to do. Follow me. Y'all already know who I am. I'm very active, so I'm not even going to say y'all know who I be. Zamisin. Thanks for my guy. So we're coming through until the next episode. I will holler and I'm out. God bless.